welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and at fearlessly.me.now. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. everyone welcome to another episode welcome brothers and sisters or as fran would call them brosifs and brosifines no i hate that (laughs) (laughs) i would never say that (laughs) almost as bad as brewskis (laughs) okay uh, bear in mind our listeners are from america (laughs) (laughs) but i don't think they say brewskis really do they I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. How are you, Andrew? Yes, I'm doing very well. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I was going to say we are recording this on our 10 year anniversary. Wow. Mm. (laughs) 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 What do you have to say about that? Just thinking about like how much has changed within us, you know, know, within how much we've grown, particularly in the last like two three years it's insane isn't it we have changed a lot haven't we for the better as well yeah like the people we are now like unrecognizable compared to when we first started going out right yeah i think back to when we first met we were we started going out at boomtown festival for anyone in the uk will probably know that one um and yeah we just such different people how would you say you've changed well I'm just a lot more relaxed and quite linking to this topic actually where I just don't feel like I'm looking for anything outside of me and I'm just enjoying life so much now compared to back then where there wasn't as much joy, nearly as much joy based on my lower perspective of, of the world and um, 
But it, I mean, you were happy. Like the, when you say that, it sounds like you weren't, you, you were miserable. But it's like you were happy within the confines of what you thought true happiness yeah, was, Yeah, I mean, right? co- compared to most people, I'm still very joyful, obviously, and, and quite relaxed. But um, it was very conditional. And I think I was suppressing a, a few things, distracting myself with a lot of things. So... I wasn't, it was kind of this blissful ignorance. It wasn't like true happiness, if you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have that. I think some people say as well, don't they? Oh, I wish I could go back to being blissfully ignorant because things were easy then. Yeah. Sometimes when you start the spiritual path, it will start you off on a massive healing journey, which can seem quite heavy and um, difficult to do. And, And yeah, some people often stay at retreats, don't they? Oh. I wish I could go back to being blissfully ignorant. Yeah, well, you think that, but there's no going back, really, once you've started. And trust me, you wouldn't want to. Uh, like, once you've broken out, although it's difficult, there's a definitely difficult times. But that's because you've started your brave journey of working through everything and not just ignoring things anymore. Um, so, yes, it's going to be tough, but there's also going to be such highs. You're going to feel in the long term within you better generally right happier more relaxed uh, more fulfilled more filled with love uh, less serious about things more healed so less physical symptoms generally Uh, these things happen as a result of the work you're doing it's not like you start the spiritual path and then suddenly everything's all roses and everything there's definitely some deep challenges in fact more so than if you're just ignoring everything but um, it's it's kind of like a warrior's path in a way. It's it's exciting. There's it's, it's there's always stuff to work on, isn't there? And um, you know, it is very rewarding at the end of the day. Life following your heart is just beautiful, isn't it? Compared to when it's following your mind, where it's just quite boring and predictable and mundane, right? Yeah, it's also about your perspective, isn't it? So we always say that it's like a game and you can see the lightheartedness of it all and you can see the fun in it and you, you do experience so much more deep joy and mm. happiness and peace that you don't really experience when you're just living from the mind. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest difference within yourself since when we first started going out? Yeah, I would say the biggest change... <clears throat> that comes to mind is through my view on where I was looking for love. Like for a long time, I know I was, you were my main source of love. And although that's lovely, (laughs) um, it's not healthy because it's sort of giving my power to you. Whereas Mm. I want my power. I know that I don't need to rely on you to feel complete and loved anymore because I have that within myself and yes it's a bonus that you love me but it's not where like my true source of love lies anymore and that feels truly freeing good well I guess that leads nicely into today's topic right yeah what's today's topic then so everything you're looking for is already within you very much so (laughs) so yeah what is it that we are looking for outside of ourselves and why 
We seem to constantly be looking for gratification, validation, acceptance and love outside of ourselves to feel good, to feel fulfilled and to feel complete. And as I said before, I was relying on love outside of myself in the source of Andrew to feel complete. But it can be in the form of food. It can be attention from loved ones and friends. Maybe you're looking for likes on social media. Maybe shopping to feel good about yourself or holidays or could be a promotion at work. These sorts of things give us that boost to feel like we're worthy and that we're loved and we feel good. But why do we look outside of ourselves for these things? Why do we give our power away to something external? What's your experience, Andrew? What's your perspective on this? Well, I think probably a lot of our listeners might have heard the phrase, everything is already within you, but have struggled to understand what exactly this means. I definitely struggled at the beginning to understand what do you mean? <laughs> um, but this is because we have been so programmed to look for what we want from sources outside of ourselves. If you think about love, we look for it from partners, from family members, as you've said, from pets, from friends, from attention, from popularity, the way we look to others, you know, trying to look appealing to others, or even through money. You know, if a lot of people give us their money, we might feel like they love us and what we do. What we do. If you think about joy, we try to look for it from outside experiences, from friends, family members, pets, drugs and alcohol maybe, shopping, food, TV, flirting with others, sports. I love the way you mention pets twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do trigger a lot of joy, visual and love. If you think about peace, we try to find it from money. You know, with more money comes this peace of mind, the security that more money seems to bring which instills a sense of peace. Uh, peace from drugs and alcohol. Let's say things are chaotic within you. Drugs and alcohol kind of numb it, right? Uh, holidays, booking holidays, give you some temporary relief from certain stresses. But have any of those things led to long-term fulfillment for you? Any peace, love or joy you get from these sources will be conditional. The moment the drugs wear off, or the outside experience has finished, or we no longer have a partner, or we run out of money, we no longer feel that love, joy or peace. What's more, any love, joy or peace we get from these sources never really satisfies deeply. That's because all is one. You are everything and everyone. When you are searching for something outside of yourself, you cannot ever find it, because there is nothing outside of you. The truth of love, of peace, of joy cannot be found from the illusions that you see outside of yourself. When you identify all the ways you are searching for peace, love and joy from outside of yourself and you say to yourself, no more, then soon enough you will find all those things in abundance already within you. And when you find it within yourself without any outside source, it will give you such long-term fulfillment as there will be no seeming separation between you and those amazing energies. Whenever you need peace, you just go to the stillness and silence within, even when chaos seems to surround you in the outside world or within your mind, 
and you'll find peace in the eye of the storm. Whenever you need joy, go within to remember that you are all there is, ever was, and ever will be, and that you cannot die. Suddenly all seriousness stops, and you just want to play and laugh in this illusion, and not take it seriously. I've had many a times when I just laugh to myself because I'm just making jokes to myself and you know, I don't really need anyone in order to make myself laugh. And whenever you find yourself wanting love, rather than looking for it from outside of you, go within. When you truly only look for it from within you and your own heart, sure enough, you will find it. Nothing and no one outside of you actually gives you love, joy or peace. These are just outside triggers to help awaken the love, joy and peace that is already within you. They just help it, help bring it to the surface. But you don't technically need these outside triggers. In fact, it's best not to rely on them. As you said, rightly, you know, if you're uh, relying on outside sources, you give your power away and this is dangerous. You can be manipulated, you can be, uh, you know, uh, guilted, is that the word? Um, into doing things uh, or you because you're relying on love it will be kind of like a positive reinforcement but it is challenging to cut yourself off from looking for outs things outside of you and instead to just go within when you perhaps only have my word to count on and perhaps maybe your heart gets a little excited when I say these things but still you don't know that you'll find what you're looking for from within you it's a lot easier to try and find it in the outside well. Easier in one sense, and of course far more difficult in another sense. Easy in the sense of it's our default. So we're just, you know, and we've been programmed to really look and deal with the outside world more than we go within. However, if you can find it within yourself, that's, you don't have to, go make big efforts in the outside world to try and find it. So in that sense, it is easier, it's simpler to find it within yourself. But if I can find it, so can you, because we are one. Love is who you are. Think about all the times you have expressed love to others. Where is that love coming from? There must be a source of immense love within you. Go find that source. I love it. Yeah, nice. I think you, I, I know that you sort of say these beautiful, what's the word, sort of realities or, you know, you are everything, you are one, we are all one, there is no separation and it's true. But I feel like some people may not really know how to, it's difficult to know how to live that and embody that. Because you can, it's one thing to hear someone say it, but to know the small steps of what to do day to day can help people maybe digest that in a more simple way. And I know you're saying go within as well. And obviously meditating on this is always going to be key and one of the best things that you can do. But can you just give some break it down into perhaps some smaller, more easily digestible concepts. 
Well, I think uh, you don't have to actually know oneness in order to feel love. Okay. Uh, essentially, what this whole episode is about cutting yourself off from looking outside of yourself for anything. So, you know, I can mention my most recent experience now. Uh, it's just happened last weekend. So um, I realized I was still relying on things outside of myself uh, in order to make me, to give me a pick-me-up in a way. I still f feel like, uh, felt, you know, uh, the level of permanent love was still there but there was still this desire within me to get a, a, just a pick me up on top of that a pick me up on top of that state. such as um so such as you know cuz i was at a festival and usually in order to have a good time at the festival i might have a few drinks or i might look for um can I say connections with people? Yeah, connections with people. I was gonna say like the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in like maybe magic mushrooms at the festival. Or yes, you know, attention from girls sometimes. I noticed there was still a bit of that. I'm not afraid to say that. Um and just being around others, really, uh at a festival. So I really challenge myself to not engage with any of those things and to really set myself the challenge of finding such immense joy in just having fun by myself. So I was specifically not making that much efforts with other people in order to form like connections. I didn't drink, I didn't take, you know, any substances, I didn't... Um, you know, try and get attention from girls. I just basically stuck to myself and it was tough at the beginning, not gonna lie, for like a day and a half, it was um, quite tough. And I I found it hard to um, like really bring that joy out that I was really looking for at that time. Cause there was like this big longing within me at that time to find joy, as you know, for two, three months, I felt like some big joy awakening was going to happen very soon, but I didn't know <laughs> what I needed to do. And I realized all I needed to do was just like not distract myself and look look for it from outside of myself. And then sure enough, um, uh, the second evening, I was in one of the tent stages. I realized as well, like when I was dancing, I wasn't really dancing for me. If you know what I mean, I was dancing just to like, I don't know, just to try and fit in or, you know, for other people, I felt. It was hard to describe. I'm sure some listeners know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, where you're kind of worried about what people might think about you when you're dancing. So you, you're you dancing to fit in rather than to yeah. let loose and just do what you want to do. Yeah, I was never, I've never been someone who like completely lets go to the music and just doesn't give care, like... I'd say like I I'm I still like dancing more than most men I'd say but still like it was still not fully letting loose but then that second evening in the in the festival I just something just clicked within me I was just like I just completely let go 
and it was one of the most fun nights of my life I had a lot of joy come to me and I just did not care about anyone else around me the music was great which helped obviously um but I after that evening I wanted to ride that train further and further and awaken more joy and love within me and I continued to allow that joy to grow and behind the scenes there was a lot of work before the festival to get to that point a lot of quite <laughs> should I say like tough advanced stuff deep, deep so, yeah mm. um but essentially it came to this conclusion at the end which was you know stop looking outside of yourself and then the joy will naturally arise it's not even that you have to look for it it will just naturally arise on its own um and that joy and love kept growing more and more and more and towards the end of the festival i had an incredible energetic experience um and the final night when we were dancing and and stuff and the music again was incredible which obviously really helps but i felt so at one with the music and the energy and the vibrations there i don't know how to describe it like the way i was dancing it was just like i was just not in control at all yeah I, you know i've i've heard lots of people say you know well, not lots of people some people say oh when the music comes they just they're not in control and they let the music be the dictator of their moves and stuff and i've never really got that until like this weekend where it was just i was in control and the moves that were coming out of me i i don't think i've ever done before and stuff and it was very intuitive it was very different creative and i knew then i was in divine flow during that music for like probably the first time um ever where i was that much in divine flow during the music and there was just so much joy and this and i realized this is what life's all about just the dancing and the vibrations and music <laughs> and laughter <laughs> and yeah it was just even more it was like a heart chakra upgrade a big one um and it was very welcomed <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful example, isn't it? Where you felt those benefits right away. And I don't know why I was, I was just listening to you when you're talking there. And I was thinking you use so many spiritual buzzwords, <laughs> heart chakra upgrade and stuff. Yeah, that's what it felt like. But yeah, I mean, great. But also <laughs> like anyone could experience this sort of thing as well. Yeah. You don't need to have been like doing loads of um, deep spiritual work or be spiritual to experience something like this well no it was just because i had i noticed blocks i had put on myself mm. in my heart chakra that i needed to get out of the way and then i could do this um releasing yeah of trying to find it the joy from outside sources but i'm saying like for me there was quite a lot of deep work i had to do yeah in order to get to that next level of joy and love really yeah. yeah oh well i'm really happy for you and it sounds so beautiful to just completely let loose and yeah not really not care and just be in divine flow mm. beautiful yeah i just like you can have so much fun on your own guys honestly like i was i was having the time of my life <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, 
I guess, yeah, from my experience, the example I have been dealing with recently is I have this sense of restlessness or this need to be working all the time or or to be deemed productive. And I think I've met mentioned this in a previous episode, but be seen to be productive and then that makes me feel good. But then if I don't do lots of work and I don't deem myself productive, then I feel like I feel rubbish and I feel unfulfilled. And that's because I've realized I'm attaching my worth to work, which is something outside of myself. So when I'm doing lots of work, I feel good. But when I don't, I feel like I'm not living up to my full potential. And I know that Andrew, you continually help me to see that I'm worthy of love simply by existing. But I just have this really deep conditioning and belief around, I need to add value to be worthy. I need to be working really hard on something to be worthy, to be sort of earning my keep almost. It sounds awful to to say it that way, but I I just have that subconscious belief, which I'm really working on changing right now. Because as we've said in the episode, it's giving my power away to work almost. Some things that have helped me with this is when I'm feeling really low and unworthy, I will journal on why, like what's coming up for me and why I feel rubbish. And if you keep asking yourself why and digging deeper into why you're feeling a certain way, it's just such a good way of bringing awareness to one, how silly these beliefs are (laughs) that we have about ourselves, but yes, the beliefs themselves. And then that gives you the power to change them. And what did I say to you earlier? Was it about Brie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said, like, I love Brie, don't I? And no matter what she does, like Brie, our dog, doesn't do work. And I love her no matter what. So why? Well, unless unless you count humping her blanket as work, she does that quite quite <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> but yeah, no, she doesn't do anything so called productive. Yet we love her so much. So why would you be any different? Yeah, I know. I want to treat myself with the same love. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, one that I'm definitely working on. But see how like the human mind interferes with the proper flow of love. It withholds love even to ourselves by putting filters like, do you deserve this? Have you earned it? And then if it deems that you haven't, then it holds withholds that love either to yourself or to other people. And the mind just puts filters. Without these filters, love just is there. You're so right. And how would you remove those filters? Well, we well we did an episode on this not too long ago, but this whole concept of understanding how everyone and everything is showing a unique aspect of the divine. The divine 
wants to know itself in all its possible potential forms. And so it, by simply existing, you are providing benefit in the sense of you are showing a unique possibility of the divine. You are manifested potential from the unmanifest, unmanifested, which is the divine, which is love. You are love manifested. You don't need to do anything uh, in order to be deemed worthy, in order to be loved. And I want to link that back to this festival. I got that feeling even more since that festival now, since last weekend. I, there was When I had that joy awakening or whatever you want to call it, I was just looking around and I was just so grateful for everyone being there and everyone's energy, even though I wasn't really talking to anyone. I was just looking around, just had so much love for everyone just because of their existence. And I was just looking at all the unique clothes, the unique bodies, the unique faces, the colors, the eyes, the dancing, the the personalities, the smiles, so unique. And everyone's just showing me something different. There's such beauty and joy in seeing variety and seeing difference and seeing uniqueness and seeing um, being surprised by all the di all the different ways all the different people and things that can be manifested in life so i would say for me that was the biggest thing um in terms of loving others to a high degree i'd say i already had that self-love but when it came to others this really took it up a big notch so i i I would suggest if you don't have that love for yourself to really understand this point where you don't need to do anything. You are just a unique thing. You can do no mistake because your very existence is enough. And I can't wait till I, I really feel that and embody that on a more permanent level. And I hope that helps you listeners at home. So do you have an exercise, Andrew? I do, yeah. So again, pretty obvious one, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Identify all the different things or people outside of yourself that you're seeking love from. Be honest with yourself because there will be many. Okay. And then for this week only, become aware of the cravings every time you crave to seek love from those sources. But stop yourself from following those cravings and instead... Ask for love to be awakened within you and just focus on your heart center until the craving has gone. And let us know how you get on with this exercise. Beautiful. <laughs> Have you got a joke? I've got three. Wow. Okay, to make up for the last few episodes. Uh, number one, a Hispanic magician was performing a magic trick. The magician said that he could make himself disappear within three seconds. So he waves his cape in front of his face and he says, uno, dos, and just like that, he disappeared without a trace. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> Next one. You've heard this one before, but it kind of goes with the theme. A Buddhist walks up to a hot dog vendor and says, make me one with everything. He then hands the vendor a $20 note and starts eating his hot dog. 
After he's done, he asks the vendor, where's my change? The vendor replies, change only comes from within. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And finally, my favorite teacher at school was Mrs. Turtle. Strange name, but she taught us well. (laughs) That was from Michelle from our Surrender community. Oh, thanks, Michelle. That was cute. (laughs) Oh, well, as we conclude this, it is currently Wednesday and we have our Surrender Festival this Saturday. So, so exciting. It's come around so quickly. It's crazy to think that, was it just three months ago that we first kind of set this in motion? Mm. Yeah, a lot has been done in those three months and we're just really excited to just have a good time. Um, If you haven't got your ticket and you're free this Saturday, why not come along? uh, We've got 40% off, limited 40% off tickets right now. So, you know... If you do feel called to do so, please come along. We'd love to see you and have your energy there. Um, We're going to do many, many beautiful activities that day. And most of all, the energy of this place is going to be very, very high. Okay. The energy of everyone volunteering from our surrender community in combination, everyone doing what they love, everyone channeling joy into what they're doing you're going to really feel those benefits from the energy yeah i'm so excited for it and we were just saying this morning even in the heel tent for example we've just got such a nice range of things on offer um i'm personally quite excited to try reflexology because i haven't properly done that before Mm. um so we've got a reflexologist we've got a psychic we've got eft we've got a masseuse Anything else? Chakra healing. Chakra healing. Inner recoding, which is quite a combination of different things. Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited to learn more about that. So if you're keen to just try some new healing modalities, this is your opportunity to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And it's just going to be so much fun. Spirituality is all about fun. This is not a serious affair. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, What are you personally most excited for? Well, it's a combination of things, but meeting the people that come, I think I was saying to you yesterday how excited I am to feel like a little community and just to meet lots of lovely people and just have that whole experience shared together. That's mm. that's my favourite thing, just being in that energy. What are you yeah. most excited about? My DJ set. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to close the festival. I cannot wait. Um is going to be a shamanic psychedelic DJ set. Mm. And I'm actually going to uh, include a new type of healing uh, during this DJ set. So I'll leave you hanging there. Uh, if you want to find out what that is, this new healing, this new way of healing came to me last weekend. So it's brand new and I want to introduce it at the festival during my DJ set. So if you're intrigued, come along and find out. And if you're interested in coming to one of our spiritual retreats, uh, there'll be a link in the description with the website where you can view the next ones that we're doing. And I may be going to Australia in October, November time to do a couple of retreats there. So watch the space.
super exciting times ahead. Thank you all for listening. I'm sending you so much love. Adios.